Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. morning and welcome. You're listening to Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. My name is Layla and we're so excited to have you here with us. But before we get into the word, we're going to take a moment and pray. Lord, we thank you for today, Lord, and we thank you for the opportunity and the ability to hear your voice first thing in the morning, Lord. And we thank you for taking the time to be with us, Lord, an ever-present help, Lord. You're there to guide us in all truth and show us things to come, Lord, and illuminate those areas that we need correction in lord and that you're willing to provide it because you love us lord we thank you for your mercy and your grace lord we thank you for the beautiful sun that warms our skin lord and the blue skies that we get to see and the animals and the birds lord and we just thank you for all the good things you've placed here for us in jesus name amen in jesus name amen and amen well good morning and welcome everyone so glad to have you with us as we continue our study in first thessalonians so welcome and we are, as I said, continuing, still covering verses 1 through 10. So whether you're joining us for the first time or rejoining us, I'd like to encourage you to pause the episode and just take a moment to read through that section of Scripture to make things easier to follow along in the discussion. Amen? Amen. Amen. All right. So now the floor is open to give each of you the opportunity to share what Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you and to ask any questions that you have. So we'd like to begin. Dad, don't you have something awesome to share with us? <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. Uh, so, actually, a couple episodes back, we were talking about examples, right? Mm-hmm. And promise you brought up how the the whole section from starting in verse two through the end of the through ten, right, the end of the chapter, is about is titled "Their Good Example." But there are actually three examples given in that. That section of verses. The first pertains to the church, right? What it's supposed to look like. And that really starts in verse three and four, right? Yes. Yes. Paul and Silvanus and Timothy said that we give thanks to God always for you all, making mention of you in our prayers. But then he says that that they, the church, was remembering without ceasing the work of faith, labor of love, and patience of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ in the sight of our God and Father, knowing, beloved brethren, your election by God. Isn't that exactly a good description of the church? Mm-hmm. But then also, you can see that same sentiment, and it actually goes even to the next section, the next couple. Because in verse 5, that captures the, I'll say, character, nature, and conduct provided in those that minister the gospel, right? And here we're talking about Paul, Silvanus, and Timothy, right? For our gospel has not come to you word only, but also in power and in the Holy Spirit and in much assurance that you know what kind of men we were among you. They weren't just talking about it. They were living it out. And then as a result, now verses 6 through 10, you have the, I'll say, 
character, nature, conduct of the people that they were teaching. The ones that steadfastly, right, move forward in faith and the Lord's leading. And and I was reminded of, of I'll say quite literally, the Acts 2 church, right? And that's in Acts 2. Um, starts in verse 40, but we'll... We'll start in verse 41. Then those who gladly received his word, this is when Peter was preaching, were baptized. And that day, about 3,000 souls were added to them. And then about those 3,000 souls that were added, right? It says, <coughs> excuse me. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and in the breaking of bread and in prayers. Then fear came upon them upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done through the apostles. But then it continues actually through verse 47, right? These individuals were praising God and having favor with people, and the Lord added to their church, or to the church daily, those that were being saved. And then, again, we were talking about the conduct, right? Yes. What did the Lord say? about what would happen, what we just read about, signs and wonders, right? It wasn't just words. It was a word and deed, right? Yes, Dad. But Jesus in Mark 16 says this, right? And this is towards, towards the end, right? He says, I'll say in verse, well, it starts in verse 15, go in all the world and preach the gospel to every creature, right? Yes. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe. In my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will make, sorry, uh, they will take up serpents. And if they've drunk anything deadly, it will by no means harm them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. All these same things that we're reading, right? About here in First Thessalonians. That, uh, or about the people that ministered to them. They were demonstrating. There was proof. There was a sign, right? If they were fulfilling the words that Jesus spoke as a foundation. These signs will follow those who believe, right? Yes. yes. Which helped them to build up their faith. And as we were saying at the end of the episode yesterday, right? Clearly they had received the Holy Spirit, but they were letting the Holy Spirit lead them because they only got limited time with Paul, right? Yes. At that time, they had approximately a three-week span. It talks about how Paul would go in, right, in for uh, in the synagogue for for essentially three, three times, three Sabbaths. Okay, so that's a, about a three-week period, maybe four, right? We could, we'll go around and say a month if he showed up before that that first Sabbath, right? Yes. So three to four weeks, and look at all that happened. So much so that, well, as was the accusation, they've turned the world upside down, right? People chose to uproot and, I mean, completely get rid of and destroy their old way of life and idols and all those other things that they worship and latched onto the Lord, being rooted and grounded in Him like we're called to be, being led by His Holy Spirit, so much so that, it's uh, as we were again saying yesterday, in every place, your faith in God has gone out so that we do not even need to say anything. 
Well, again, honey, honey, you were talking about the relationship as a parent to a child here or as an older sibling, right? Yes, Paul is, is definitely acting as a spiritual father and he is overjoyed. Why? Because there's nothing that needs to be corrected, right? At this point, he's saying, you're doing it. He's, as you brought up lately, he's commending them. He's like, man, you guys are, are doing it at an even better rate, pace, example than in the natural is expected or anticipated. Yes, Dad. And Isn't that how we should all be? Yes. So it's this absolutely incredible thing of how we should be being demonstrated, how we should act, how, how we need to stand for the Lord and not give place to the adversary. Do you think the, the persecution would have stopped or slowed down? No. 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 Now it doesn't state that they were growing, but you see this element of the church as well, right? What does a seed produce? Fruit. Fruit in kind. What did Paul, what or the Holy Spirit or the Lord through Paul was producing fruit in kind? They were coming up to new and higher levels in the Lord. At a, I'll say, rapid, incredibly rapid rate. Well, that's available to all of us if we truly want it. Yes, but as we've been discussing, we see what's required. So what's our heart's desire? To play church through, as you brought up in the previous episode, their promise about um, just following it from a, a religious standpoint, religious traditions, or actually being the church. There's a big difference. Yes, Dad. Yes. Right? Yes. Layla, you, right? Dolls and all that. Let's play house. Let's, well, there's a, there's a big difference between playing house and actually being responsible for the house. Right? Yes. There's a night and day difference. Well, it's also a night and day difference as it comes to playing church versus being the church. Yes, Dad. So something for all of us to consider and examine ourselves before the Lord. Are we moving forward in what the Lord has for us? Are we truly standing for him? Are we also reproducing fruit in kind? Or have our works been in vain? Yes, Dad. And, and yes, only the Lord can truly reveal that, but he will, and it will be evident to all. Yes, Dad. By what is reproduced. And there was something else that I wanted to mention and that the Lord highlighted to me as you were speaking just now about going back to the Thessalonians turning from their idols, which meant they also had to make the distinction, an inaccurate distinction to tell that the idols weren't going to deliver them from anything. They were carved with their own hands fashioned out of their earrings as we saw with Aaron and the golden calf um they took their stools and made a wooden calf if they did, they couldn't get their hands on gold but they were able to tell and they came to the conclusion that these inanimate objects that you were just sitting on that you were just that were dangling out of your ears or on your neck because you went to a really fancy party they weren't going to save you and they had no capability no ability no authority no right know anything but no means to save 
them but they realized that the the true and living god was the one they were going to serve because he was the one that could save them and, and you see that in verse 10 and they were willing to wait for jesus who came from heaven that the Holy Spirit raised from the dead, even Jesus who delivers us from the wrath to come. So they, there was also an, an element, an aspect of patience. They were willing to wait. They didn't just plow ahead and go, Lord, you better come now because I'm ready. They were standing, which is what we're supposed to be doing. They were enduring until the father said, now I'm ready to send him for the second time for the gathering up of the saints catching up in the sky. They waited for that. And I know in my own life, I've been impatient. Maybe not something like, you know, the coming of the Lord, but I want to, I want my assignments to disappear by the end of the week so I can go in and watch whatever I want to on TV. And when I say whatever I want to, but like, you know, Promise and I, you're, we're watching a, a series together that we quite enjoy. I just want to plow through my schoolwork and get it done. But the Lord wants me to demonstrate patience so that I actually learn the material because later in the semester, there are going to be those exams. And some of them, you can't use notes and Google the answer. You just have to know the information. Likewise, with our walk with God, there are some things that he teaches us that we just have to know. Maybe we can't get our hands on a physical Bible and we, or we don't have a phone to look it up on Bible gateway, but we have to know in ourselves what the what the Lord has said, what his word says and have an accurate um, picture of it and know how to apply it, which is what the Thessalonians had to do as well, which is what Abraham had to do. And Noah, no, Abraham couldn't go to the synagogue and pull off a scroll from the shelf and read it. He had to be trained by the Lord and he had to be patient. So do we. You don't get to be an adult by skipping the growing process. You have to go through the growing process in order to get that result. So Paul is also reminding us again that there is a process. It's not an overnight snap your fingers. You're producing fruit. Now it can be quickened. It can be, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Accelerated. Accelerated. Thank you, mommy. Mm -hmm. It can be accelerated, but it by no means disappears completely as in you can just skip over it because my name is Layla. So we each have to go through this process and this training because that's how true strength is built. Even bodybuilders, they can try to bench 500 pounds, but they can only do that for so long. But when they go through the five, the 10, the 2550 up to 500, then they have endurance so they can bench 500 pounds for however long is necessary when they're tired, when they are, you know, afraid or there's something imminent that is depending on their endurance, they're able to do it because they have gone through the proper training. The Thessalonians weren't going to be able to stand when Jason was being hauled out of his house if they had not been properly trained, if they had not submitted themselves to that training. It's good that you have a library in your house, but if you never crack the book open to read and actually read to gain something, you you're going to be in the same spot as if you didn't have the books, period. And mm. I've learned that in my own life. I think we all do. But there's also the element of we are called to be led by Holy Spirit. right? Exactly. Jesus said many times, if you have seen me, you have seen the Father. Right? And we're called to be conformed to the image of Jesus, the Christ. Right? Yes. So, in that same way, right? Uh, when I read verse 10, I also read it kind of as a warning. Yes, it talks about we're waiting for his son. 
right? Who delivers us from the wrath to come. But how are we waiting? Kicked up in a lawn chair. No. I, I hope not. <laughs> because he's predestined stuff for us to do. So if that's, if we're waiting with our feet kicked back and, and doing nothing, right? How are we fulfilling and what the Lord called us to do and glorifying the Father? Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we would Next not be. Mm-hmm. So would we be delivered from the wrath to come? Because if our feet are kicked back and we're doing nothing, not accomplishing the works that he's predestined for us to do, how is he glorified? And then also for us, does that demonstrate that he's actually our Lord? No. No. But the opposite, right? Yes. So, and I'm not saying it's it's not a comparison. You have to examine that for yourself before the Lord. What's he called you to do? And will you go do it? Right? Yes, Dad. Jesus said plainly, I do the works my father does. I see my father do, right? Yes. Well, then that also means that we have work to do for the kingdom, for his kingdom, which is our heritage and our inheritance here in this earth, not just sitting there waiting for the Lord's return. But how are we waiting? Are we prepared? Are we alert, sober-minded, ready, and waging war against the enemy, guarding and governing what the Lord has, I'll say, gotten the victory in and given to us to guard and govern. Yes, Dad. To tend and keep. Well, Dad, as you're speaking, and Lily, as you're speaking as well, the Lord was also reminding me of how they had to get rid of the idols completely. And also, with them getting rid of it, wasn't pushing it off to a later time, Mommy, as you said, I believe, mm-hmm. yesterday. But fully purging it from our thoughts and minds. We see with Gideon, for example. Mm-hmm. Originally, he destroyed the idol. But then later, he made a golden ephod, which was an idol. Mm-hmm. And so, as... The way we do that is first by allowing God to reveal things in us that we need to address. And especially inside my own life, I've seen this often how I thought, for example, with doing my schoolwork, I thought I was good at what I did. And the Lord had to constantly refine me inside of how I was taking my notes. Formerly, they're sloppy, sloppy, and I could barely read my writing. And if I did wrote something, if I did write something, I didn't understand the context. So it did me very little good on how I was taking my notes. Mm-hmm. And so we constantly have to be working and growing inside of God. And also with the Thessalonians, they couldn't just stay at that one spot. They had to keep growing. They couldn't go, well, we survived this far, so that's good enough. They have to keep going further with God mm-hmm. in order for them to receive the fullness of what God had for them. That's right, promise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a lot in there. So let's, let's pause there for today and allow time for people to examine themselves and 
for the Holy Spirit to minister to them. All right? Okay. So with that, can I get a volunteer to close this out in prayer, please? I will. All right, Layla. Lord, we thank you for today, Lord, and we thank you for the wisdom, the understanding, the counsel that you've given us, Lord, the strength that you provide for us, Lord, that we're able to stand and that you have shown us how to do it so that we're successful in this endeavor, Lord. And we thank you for the heart of love and the heart of a father that you have towards us, Lord, that you're willing to correct us when we're wrong, Lord, that you're, you go out of your way to teach us and to train us, Lord. And we thank you for your favor, your mercy, and your grace, and our partners and listeners. In Jesus' name, amen. In amen. Jesus' almighty name, amen. And amen. Well, we love you. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Want to know more about a day of prayer? Sign up for our newsletter where you'll get the latest updates on the ministry, inspiring messages, and coupon codes for the merch shop. Visit our website, adayofprayer.org. Click on connect in the menu bar and complete the form. Be sure to check the box that says subscribe. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.